0: Many years ago, for Christmas, my wife and I brought, bought our young children a new air hockey table from Sam's, had a big scoreboard that went over the middle of it, so whenever the, you score a goal, it would cheer and lights would go off, wonderful toy gift for Christmas, the big Christmas gift for our children, the only problem was we had a little golden retriever puppy who liked to run around, he ran around underneath the air hockey table and pulled out a bunch of electric cords so that our score machine no longer worked. Said no problem. Simply got out the owner's manual and sent back in to have a new box sent to us with cords. Guess what? They don't make them anymore. Ever had that happen? We know about supply chain shortages, correct? You can't fix what you what have. You and I, we live in a throwaway world. Our economy is based upon. I don't want you to fix things up. Let's just throw it out so we all have to buy a what? A new one. See how that's? Never mind. I want to ask you, are any of you, any of you enjoy reconditioning, repairing, or you're a master fixer-upper? Anyone here? Maybe you like looking at, okay, i a little bit, there you go. Any of you into that, fixing things up? I remember my grandmother used to sew up our socks, now we just what, throw them away, yeah, just get a new pair, why well, do that? Any of you into fixing things up, repairing, reconditioning, maybe old furniture, things like that? There's some TV shows that I like watching. I'll watch them about four or five times, and then, you know, I sort of get tired of it. But here's some, here's some TV shows about homes. Have you seen them before? They get reconditioned. There is... I have a little bit of trouble here with my clicker. We flip. There is Fixer Upper, Extreme Makeover, This Old House, Property Brothers, and one more. And we also have... We flip one more. Sorry. There is Flip-Flop, you ever seen any of those shows? Take an old house, turn it around, make a big profit, fix things up. I think now a whole lot of new homes are being built because of the expense, those are things. There's also cars. Let's check out some cars. There is Ruck Rescue, I just love these titles. There is also, there's also Junkyard Expire, Exp- Empire, Turbo Pickers, every here American Pickers, Turbo Pickers Flip again. Uh, There is, go ahead, move it along. Wheeler, dealer, and one more, I just love this name. Iron Resurrection. Go ahead, there it goes, okay? Just reconditioning cars, fixing things up. Let me flip the screen again. Let's Go ahead, flip it again. Do you ever feel that your life needs to be fixed up, repaired, reconditioned, flipped? Maybe you're going through some trials or some pains, Maybe there's some things about your life that just aren't going the right way. Maybe you're under stress. Maybe you're going to do testing. You think maybe something needs to be changed. Let's flip the screen again. So there's the calling of Matthew. Do you remember St. Matthew, the first author of the Gospel books? in The Bible Matthew? Well, what was Matthew? Well, Matthew was a slimy tax collector. You know, he overcharged people. He was disliked. However, Jesus took the time to eat with his house. Then Jesus came to recondition him. Can you read the verse with me? It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. You see, Jesus is in the reconditioning. Jesus is in a refurbishing. Jesus is in the fixer-upper business of changing lives. You see, our life is one in which we've been ruined by sin. Any of those apply to you? Pride, lust, greed, envy, sloth, wrath, gluttony? All of us here have a pet sin that we like to carry around. We're all given temptations to certain sin, and sometimes that sin bothers us, and sometimes that sin even becomes a little dictator in our lives. For all of us here have sinned, and we sin because we are sinners I was at, you see the picture there, a couple weeks ago, we took a number of young people uh, to the Creation Museum. Have you ever been there? It's, just, it's in Kentucky, just south of the Ohio border near Indiana, sort of southwest of Cincinnati. They built a new theater, 4D. What's 4D? You all heard of 2D, right? You wear the special glasses. 3D, 4D is like, you sit in a chair, and the chair rocks sometimes. They'll blow air and blow water at you. And of course, you have the 2D images coming out at you. But it was really pretty cool. It was... It was about, let's flip back. It was about the six days of creation. Go back to Genesis 1 and 2 with me. And so they showed in a very uh, highly technical way, animatronics, how God created the world according to Genesis. How God separated the heavens, how he separated the land from the water, how he populated the seas, how he populated the earth. And the last thing that God made is Adam and Eve, and you can all complete this. And everything that God made, God said that it was made how? It was made good. It was all about the creation of the world, and then it ended. It ended right then and there. You see, that's sort of a perfect world. But then temptation came into the world sort of our mega story. That's sort of the mega narrative of our world. Can you read the verse with me? Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all because all sinned. Sin is the cosmic tragedy, not the comic, but the cosmic tragedy of our lives and our world, and we see it around us today. I woke up this morning and I heard about the city of Buffalo. Have you heard that? Then later there was also the update on Ukraine. It is always around us, has always been around us, is, will be around us. It is sin and the disasters around us. And we should not, friends in Christ, never get used to it, but never be surprised by it. Because you and I, we live in a sinful, fallen world. How could a five-year-old get killed in a car accident? Because we live in what type of world? A sinful and fallen world. How can that happen in Buffalo? We live in a sinful and fallen world. How can so-and-so do that to me? Because we live in a what? A sinful and fallen world. It is the story of our world and story of our lives. It is ruined. I was one time making a hospital call on a person um, who was having surgery. And the surgeon came in and I sat through it. And the surgeon was a Christian surgeon and said this. It applies to all of us. And the surgeon looked at the woman the early woman, and says, remember, none of us get out of this alive. Can I say it again? None of us get out of what? Life alive. Because Adam sinned. What's going to happen to all of us? We will all one day die. That is sin. Sin ruined reality. But that's not the end of the story, because God's story is one of reclaiming. And we flip the screen again, and that is Martin Luther... For God is with us. That's Christmas. And Luther's first Christmas hymn said this. Don't worry, I'll get this reconditioned after this service, okay? All right? Um, Okay? (laughs) God's teaching me patience, okay? That's one more. Stop. Um, Okay? All right? Um, (laughs) From heaven above to earth I come to bring good news to everyone. God's story is that God crashed into our sinful world. God Himself entered into our sinful reality to dwell with us. God Himself came down to earth to deal with sin itself. And there's Luther's words. Have you heard that Christmas hymn? From heaven above to earth I come to bring good news to who? And who is I? That is Jesus Christ. And we also know, let's move the screen one more. Easter, God died for all. Easter, God died for all. Let's flip it back. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, your sin and my sin. That's how God deals with God is present with us. Let's flip again. And God's final story, heaven is restored. Friends in Christ, our life in this world will not make sense until we understand heaven. And I figured this out a few years ago, and maybe you figured this out as well. There's nothing I can do in my lifetime that's ever going to fix the world completely. I've come to realize that sin is always going to be in this world. But you and I, we live in the hope of what? Heaven. Where what God had made in the garden is going to be fully restored. He's going to restore it to the way that it originally was. It was made new and it was good. Let's flip the screen. It's fully restored. Okay, let's go back one. Okay. See... God is in a business of flip-flopping. He's in a business of restoring. He's in a business of reconditioning. And God dwells in us. And where God is, there's an end to sin, death, and evil. Now, do you see the picture there? See, what Christ says that when he comes back, he says, I'm going to make all things new. And in Revelation, he sort of gives us a picture that heaven's going to be a new Jerusalem, a new heaven and earth that God's going to bring back fully restored to us, fully refurbished perfect in joy and that's going to be our eternity so god's in a fixer-upper business he refurbishes everything and he says listen life in this world is messed up it's affected by sin but there's our hope where in heaven everything is fully restored let's flip again now who's that a picture of does anyone know It's a famous tv show popular tv show first of all what's a tv show say it big bang you ever see it? big bang who's the actor Who's the character? Sheldon. Now, Sheldon's sort of like this genius nerd. He's sort of quirky, and the show plays off it. But Sheldon believed that he was so intelligent, he could take his mind, and he could throw it into a computer to last forever. So he's sort of going to live forever, because he's going to have his mind in a computer. Really weird, but you have to know Sheldon. There's even a spin-off show called what? Sheldon. But he believed that. But see, friends in Christ, that's not what we believe We believe in the resurrection of the what? The dead. There's two myths about heaven. The first myth is that heaven's going to be boring because we're all going to sit in a white cloud and play a what? A harp. That's not not heaven. And the other myth about heaven is that heaven is where... Let's flip the screen again. uh, Heaven is a myth of death as freedom from the body. That's sort of what Sheldon thought. Sheldon thought, and many people think... That when I get to heaven, I'm going to lose my body. My spirit's going to be free from the pains of my body and the ills and wears and tears of the body. But not so, because as Christ was risen from the dead, what will happen to us? Say it. We will be resurrected with new and perfect bodies. Now, the other myth of heaven, I'll bring this up because it's out there. I see it on Facebook. Every time I see it on Facebook, I feel like being that cartoon guy that goes, eh. All right? We will not be angels in heaven. Okay, don't believe that we will be angels in heaven. Angels are ministering spirits that God created to minister to God's people. We are not angels. We're not unisex. Uh, We're not eternal. We're not powerful spiritual beings. We are the delight of God's eyes. We are made in his image with a body and with a soul. And we believe in the resurrection of the dead. Now, no offense, I remember one time I was talking to someone who, who lost someone in life, and they said, my so-and-so is an angel in heaven. And no offense, if you knew him on earth, they weren't an angel then, okay? And they're not an angel now. I'm not saying they're not in heaven, but people are not angels in heaven because we believe in the what? Resurrection of the body. God saw all that he made, and it was what? Good. We will be fully restored in heaven. God makes all things new. Occasionally, I get this question mostly from children. Will there be pets in heaven? Will your pets be in heaven? And some people say, why even bother with that? Who cares? Well, there's a point there. Well, at first, some say, well, you know, pets don't have souls, so pets wouldn't be in heaven. But notice what God says. I make all things what? Well, if pets and creation was ruined in sin, God makes all things new, so will all things lost in sin. So Martin Luther writes, that dog with a fluffy tail I lost on earth, he believed he see that dog with a fluffy tail where? In heaven, because God makes what? All things new. Friends in Christ, that's our hope. Our hope that what was ruined in sin, being reclaimed in Christ now, will be fully restored in heaven. That is our hope. That's our joy. We live in the newness of life. Can you read Revelation one five with me? Go ahead. Behold, I will make all things new. And my final picture of heaven is this. God will wipe every tear away from our eyes. There will be no sadness. There will be no hurt. And there will be no sin. What a blessing that is. Was ruined in the fall, being reclaimed by Christ now, will be fully restored in heaven. Let that be your hope and joy. So how about this for a closing thought? Can you all read it with me? Now the dwelling of God is with men. And he will live with them. They will be his people. And God himself will be their God. And he will wipe every tear from their eyes. And God, all God's people say...